0: To-do lists are a simple process that help us capture ideas and action steps we need to take, but more often than not, they become endless, overwhelming reminders of all we haven't done and all we want to do, and it can be hard to know where to start. In today's episode of the Mindful Productivity Podcast, I am here to tell you that we've actually been using to-do lists the wrong way for a long time but I have a solution for you today, and I'm gonna walk you through how we can fix it and how you can optimize not only your to-do lists, but also turn them into something that's gonna help you stay a lot more focused and build a lot more momentum with your next goal. Keep on listening, let's go ahead and get into it. Welcome to the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this is the place to be to live a more mindful and productive life. If you're ready to turn daily chaos into calm and start your days with intention, then get ready to join me as we dive deep into mindful living and personal productivity. It's time to connect with your true self so you can live the life you want to live. And it all starts now. don't know what it is lately, but it's been harder to focus. I think it's been that I don't really want to work as hard or (laughs) as much right now because spring is in the air. Birds are chirping literally all day long. It's amazing. The sun is coming out more. There's these light between the trees and the days are longer and I just find myself like a kid waiting for summer break Not able to focus as much. And hey, that's okay. These things work in seasons, and I don't force myself through stuff if I don't have to. But I also notice that part of the reason why I don't want to work as much is sometimes because I have a never ending to do list in the back of my brain. So let's talk about that today. What do you do with that to do list that's not only sitting in the back of your brain, but maybe it's also capturing dust on a big piece of paper or a notepad in your your desk, on your desk or in your office. Let's talk about what to do with it and something better that you can do with it to actually get things done and feel less overwhelmed so you can enjoy that springtime air and actually get outside and play in the sun. Before we jump into today's episode fully, this is your message and reminder if you haven't already to go grab your copy of the Daily Productivity and Brain Dump book. This is going to help you so much in capturing all of your ideas and thoughts and clearing up mental energy in your mind and brain so you can truly get things done every day in your life and business. You can find your copy by going to mindfulproductivityblog.com forward slash BDB for Brain Braindown Book. And if you're one of those people that likes things instantly and you have an iPad or a tablet that you love for planning, It's also now offered as a digital planner, so go have at it, get your copy, because by the end of today's episode, you will definitely want to be doing a brain dump. In this episode, I'm not going to be telling you to never do a to-do list again. That would be absolute madness, because (laughs) making lists is important, and I'm a big fan of list making. And like we talked about at the beginning of this episode, to-do lists are a really simple process. They're a great way to capture ideas and action steps. But if we don't use them effectively and we end up using them the wrong way, they can actually create a lot more stress and overwhelm in our lives. To-do list items also end up creating more work for us sometimes because they give the appearance of an actionable task when many of them are actually either one of the following. They're either one, a project in disguise that is comprised of hundreds of subtasks, (laughs) or 2 a task dependency that requires something before it can even be started, such as more information, decisions that you might need to make, or an action step from another person or team member. So I actually no longer work from to-do lists, and here is why. To-do lists are captured lists of your brain processing information. So ideas, priorities, action items, But to-do lists don't give you the structure you need to take action efficiently and effectively. In many ways, to-do lists actually stall your momentum and keep you from actually getting anything done. Or they perpetuate work from a scattered and disorganized place where you may find yourself task switching from one thing to the next without knowing what direction you're going with or what or where you're going to end up. Now, before you think I'm saying to never use to-do lists, which I'm not, let me share a a perspective shift with you that's going to show you what to-do lists actually are and how many of us may have been using them the wrong way for quite some time. So, to-do lists aren't actually what you should be working from. They are what you should be using to capture your brain, your ideas, your thought processes, your action steps. So. Don't work from them. Use them to capture things. To-do lists are essentially a form of a brain dump, and they are a powerful tool, but they aren't what you should be using to take action. So think of it this way. You're cooking a famous spaghetti dinner, and the pasta is ready, and you grab a big bowl and pour in the noodles, add some sauce to keep them from sticking together. I went years without knowing that trick. And then ask all of your guests the following question. Who wants to eat from the bowl first? Everyone would be like, wait, what? You would never serve spaghetti this way. Your guests would likely want their own plates. And even if they did agree, how would you decide who goes first? How much everyone can eat and for how long before they have to pass the bowl? This is how it feels to work from a to-do list. You have a giant page of items and you just start taking action without knowing how much time you have, what to work on first, which tasks are the most important, and when you can feel like you've made some real progress. I know some of you may be saying, well, this actually works fine for me, Sarah. I just start working my way down the list and bada boom, bada bing, I get things done. I'm sure that does work. But at what cost? And here's what I mean. Working this way takes a lot more mental energy and requires more decision making as you go. And if you're anything like me, the more decisions you have to make as you're working, the quicker your mental capacity and energy is going to dwindle because you're taking up valuable brain power and making it harder to focus. If you run your business this way, you're likely going to feel drained by 2 p.m. most days, and you're going to wonder why it's so hard to keep the momentum with your goals. How to properly use a to-do list the efficient and effective way? Let me tell you. Instead of dumping all of your ideas and actions into one big list and then plowing through it immediately, I want you to take time to expand your to-do list with a proper brain dump your to-do list is likely already fits the brain dump parameters, right? Things like unfinished ideas, random thoughts, incomplete decisions, broader project goals, and things that need to be fine-tuned anyway. And I talk more about ways to do an effective brain dump in a couple episodes of the podcast and over on the blog. Specifically, you can go listen to episode 57, where I talk about the four-step process to to map out your day for optimum productivity. And if you'd like something a little more hands-on, episode 138 literally walks you through a guided brain dump step-by-step with time right in the podcast where you can pause and do your brain dumps. I'll link those below if you want to know where to get started. But I want you to keep listening to this podcast episode because I want to dive a little bit deeper into how to use these effectively. So, Again, a to-do list is a lot more like a parking lot and not an action highway. So what kind of tool should you use to work from? Well, allow me to introduce you to focus projects. Come on into the room, focus projects. Focus projects are targeted work sprints designed to help you map out details and objectives of your next business goal so that you can build momentum and take action quickly to get more done in your biz without burning out. This is a game changer. Focus projects also eliminate endless to-do list fatigue by breaking down your project goals into phases that help you know what, when, and where to complete specific target tasks and action steps. Effective focus projects also include scheduled and implemented break times, pauses, and reflections to help you stay focused, energized, and maintain your mental energy as you go. This is really important. And I want to pause here for a second. Because many times we will break down a focus project or a goal or an action step that we're working on. And we don't think about when we'll take breaks. I'm going to do this thing, but I'm not going to schedule in break time. I'm not going to schedule in maybe a day off after a launch, right? Or I'm not going to Make sure that maybe I like maybe I actually want to schedule in a nap time or time to just go lay down for a minute and unplug or get off my phone after working with a client or after doing XYZ. Focus projects bring that piece in and it makes it so much more sustainable for you to continue to take consistent and efficient action on all of your goals. And here's the thing that's really cool. Focus projects can be used to create things like content creation, learning. So if you're going through a course, focus projects can be used for that. And taking time to break down all those steps are crucial and can help you so much. It's a lot like going through kind of like a syllabus inside of a course. If you've taken a higher ed course or anything like that, you're going through a syllabus and step by step, these are the things that you're going to do and when you're going to do them. You can also create things for, uh, like, you can also create focus projects for things like digital products, a website audit, creating a course, client work, you name it. The key is taking a little bit of time to map out your focus project before you get started. I'm all for taking the ball and running with it and experimenting in your business and seeing what sticks. And sometimes that's just where you start. But I cannot tell you how much mental energy time and sanity I have saved by taking just a little bit of time to set up a focus project before I hit the ground running. And I know that this process can help you a lot too. I know that a lot of this sounds like super nerdy. And I also want to touch on the fact that In creating a focus project and how I teach it, I really simplified the process. So you don't have to learn new project management terms or get stuck answering all these KPI questions, which are key performance indicators. Some of those things might not apply to the project you're working on. And so there's a lot of project management advice out there that really does matter if you're looking at a large scale thing or if you're working in terms of projects within a corporation. But if you're a small business owner, some of those key performance indicators and other terms may not actually be relevant to your project. And there's much simpler ways to identify your goals and outcomes without getting too detailed and not actually taking any action, especially if you're someone that doesn't have a huge team. You may not need all these kinds of measures and check-in points. Those things are important. But again, knowing what you actually require in your project is going to help you a lot. Now, there's so much more that goes into creating a focus project. I have kind of broke down some of the overall parts of it, and I'll kind of recap that here for a second. But a focus project is basically something that where you're taking all of those brain dump things that you've thought you're picking one of your ideas and you're saying, this is the thing, this is the sprint that I'm going to work on for the next two weeks, 30 days, 60 days, whatever. This is the main project that I'm going to be working on. And these are the phases of the project. So you're talking about the different phases of your project. Maybe some of those phases are learning or acquiring more information or figuring out what kind of resources you need. And you're breaking them down into phases with scheduled breaks, right? Throughout and in between, And then you're breaking down those phases into target tasks and you're scheduling them. You're creating due dates when they actually need to be accomplished, but you're also creating due dates, DO, when you're actually going to be doing them. There are so many more questions that go into this process, not a ton, but they're really key to understanding your entire focus project and mapping it out and getting a real clear overview of what you're working on. I have actually created a 45 minute training that walks you through this entire process and you can use it over and over again in your business. It's exactly what I use every time I'm coming up with a new course or getting ready to do a new launch or I've bought a program or a course that I've invested in and I wanna go through it. I use focus projects. And inside of this training, I've also created a notion template for you so that you can not only map out your focus project with everything I teach you, but you can use it again and again in its own database to map out and organize all of your focus projects in one place and then know exactly what you're doing and when. So using the focus project method is really, really helpful, and it's going to help you clear gain clarity and streamline your steps so that you can know what you need to do you can know what you need to measure right and you can get clear on the outcomes and objectives of your project without stressing your brain If this sounds like something you're interested in, then I definitely recommend you go sign up for my focus project training that is now available. You can find it by going to mindfulproductivityblog.com forward slash focus project. And I'll also have a link below this episode as well. But there you're going to find a super easy 45 minute training that's going to walk you through this with a notion template, and you're going to be able to finally create some focus or momentum for that next idea that you have. We also talk about how to choose which thing to start with first, especially if you have a ton of ideas in your business. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Mindful Productivity Podcast. Again, you can head on over to mindfulproductivityblog.com, forward slash focus project to check out that training. And I look forward to hearing what you think about it. All right. I'll see you back here next Monday. Have a great week ahead and I'll talk to you soon.